0: Hello and welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast, where we focus on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle, so you can focus on living your dreams. We'll help you navigate through important topics so that you can elevate your life and financial health. Let's get started with your host, Paul Moffat.
1: Welcome to Arista Wealth Podcast. We're excited this week to have as our guest, Stephen Nance, CPA extraordinaire. Steven is a partner, Drill Down Solutions, where they focus on physicians, dentists, and other wonderful physicians that are in the medical practice. He has been with Drill Down Solutions for six years. Before that, and don't hold this against him, but he was an auditor, an auditor. When they come, they're not your friend, folks. When they show up, they're still not your friend. And when they leave, they're not your friend. Mm-hmm. With the state of the Utah Tax Commission. He helps clients save thousands and thousands of dollars in penalties and assessments. He's the go-to guy if they're trying to say scary things to you. But Stephen and Chili's and his wife have three beautiful, high-performing, high-energetic children, and we're excited to have Stephen Nance on our podcast. Welcome, Stephen Nance. Thank you, Paul. Good Great to, to have here. you. And Steve, where'd you go and get smarter? We like to tell people, them that question, where'd you go to get smarter besides reading the back of the Wheaties box?
0: I did my bachelor's at Utah State University and then did a master's at Weber State University, also in Utah.
1: Wow. So you spent a lot of years in the books. Yep. That's great. Well, Steve, I know that things are really, really hectic for uh, your industry right now. A bunch of deadlines. Once January starts, you guys get on that uh, timeline treadmill And the speed just gets amped up every week as we get closer. So I appreciate you taking some time. But a a question that we have for our listeners, Steve, is now that 2020 is over, what can they do to still impact their 2020 taxes? Yeah, that's
0: a good question. And the short answer is, yes, there are some things that they can do. You are going to be somewhat limited now that the year is over, but there are a few things you can do. First of all, you can contribute to an IRA. That's one that you have until April 15th, and that can count towards the 2020 tax year. You can do 6,000 for yourself, another 6,000 if you have a spouse, so 12,000 total. If you are 50 or older, you can do another 1,000 each. So up to 14,000 that you can contribute to an IRA and have that be deductible. Also, there's the Roth option, which you can also do and have that count toward 2020 now with a Roth, you don't get a current tax deduction, but you do get the savings of having tax free growth on that, which most people do better overall with a Roth, but it can depend on your overall situation. So the IRA is one thing. Another thing you can do is an HSA health savings account. You can do this if you have a high deductible health insurance plan, meaning for an individual the annual deductible is 1400 or more, 2800 or more for a family. You can contribute up to 3550 for an individual or $7,100 for a family. You can do this up until April 15th. If you're 55 or older, you also get another 1000 on that. So you can do up to $8,100 for an HSA. If you own a business and you have an employer-sponsored plan, So a 401k, a SEP, defined benefit plan, which I know you excel at, you have until the due date of the business tax return to contribute to that, which is usually March 15th, which can be extended to September 15th. They have some flexibility there. Also, with the coronavirus relief, if you have capital gains last year, 2020, then you have until... March 31st to contribute to an opportunity loan fund and defer those capital gains. Those are your options, basically, for what you can do now that the year is over. Typically, I'd say it's best to meet with your CPA, whoever that is, regularly throughout the year and do some tax planning, make these decisions ahead of time so you know what you're doing, know what you're looking at and look at other options.
1: I love it. I love it, Steve. And also let's remind them to fill out that form 8606 so they can track the cost basis on those IRAs. Because I got to tell you, last week we met with some new prospective clients and I asked a few of them, what's your cost basis on the IRA? They said, I didn't know there was one. And it's like, yeah, who wants to have an IRA that you just continue to pay taxes on until it's exhausted? But you know, getting that cost basis on that and the way you do that is through that 8606 yeah, good call. No, that's great. And HSA is absolutely at a deductibility of only 1400 bucks. I mean, that's everybody's health savings account. Yeah, yeah, uh, really. You know, the cash balance annual retirement plan report just came out. For uh, listeners, the cash balance plans have increased 15%, while 401ks have only increased 1% over the last multiple years. And that 92% of cash balance plans are in place with fewer than 100 employees. Steve, you, you mentioned a really important topic here the importance of adding these additional tax savings. Yeah. You know, companies with cash balance plans increase their contributions to employee retirement savings 50% or more. Yeah. We're seeing them as sort of a, you know, still very underutilized, under accepted vehicle are these uh, cash balance defined benefit plans. You know, they work when. The two states that have the highest state income taxes, California and New York, have the most cash balance plans, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And last I read, there's a lot of Californians uh, heading to Utah. Are they going to ruin your tax system up there? And they're going to ruin your your roads and your freeways? Are they bringing their politics or just their wallet? <laughs> we hope just their wallet, but we'll
0: see. We'll see what happens there.
1: <laughs> yeah. California and New York Account for 24% of all cash balance plans. Wow. You know, we also saw January this year, Arizona just raised their state income tax. Mm. You know, listeners need to be on the alert that government is trying to find ways to get more money. So, but no, that's great. Those are some great suggestions, Steve. Thank you so, so much. Another question for you is I'm sure some listeners who have some family members or some neighbors or from some friends or associates. But let's talk about this big word, the unemployment. Yeah. And what's happened with since COVID with those that are on unemployment and stimulus?
0: Yeah. So most of you know that for a good chunk of the year last year, not only were more people on unemployment, but the federal government was kicking in an extra six hundred bucks a week for these people on unemployment. What people may or may not know is unemployment benefits are taxable, just like wages. Which unemployment benefits are, is just a wage replacement. So it makes sense that they would be taxable. You typically do have withholdings at a flat 10% or so, just like a W-2 will have some withholdings on it. But for a lot of these people that were making an additional 600 bucks from the government, from the federal government on top of their unemployment, some of them were making more than they were with their jobs before they went on, which is awesome for them, but that could create some surprises for their taxes. They could end up owing more taxes than they've owed before or owing when they're used to getting a refund or less of a refund. So again, it comes back to meet with your CPA regularly and reconcile all this so you can project and know what to expect ahead of time. And it's going to be different for everyone.
1: You're absolutely right. It also means that there's a tax bill coming. So yep. accept the cash, deposit the cash and spend wisely because the tax man's now coming. Yep. A lot of people, they think, oh, it's from the government. It's like a refund. And they're just going to go spend it all when, in fact, no. Yeah. With this new administration, the Democrats are happy and the Republicans are sad. Talk to us about this new presidential administration and what potentially is coming down the pike with uh, Congress and the president.
0: Yeah. As far as taxes go, President Biden has made proposals on several tax increases. First of all, the, the top tier marginal tax rate currently at 37%, he's proposing increasing that to 39.6, which is what it was before the Trump tax cuts a few years ago. Also, Social Security, which is currently capped at 142800 is the cap for 2021. So if you have earnings above that, you're not hit with Social Security. But he is proposing that that kicks back in if your earnings are over 400000 with no limit. So if you have a W-2 with a million dollars, or you're getting social security taxes on most of that income.
1: Stop the madness, Stephen. Stop the madness.
0: Yeah. Uh, And save save employment taxes.
1: Yeah. If you're driving, pull over. So walk us through that one more time, Stephen, because I don't think people understand. Listeners, please pull over, get in a safe place before Stephen repeats what he just said. Yeah. So the proposal is that your social security earnings, so
0: W-2 wages or self-employment income from a partnership or Schedule C sole proprietorship, would be subject to social security taxes for incomes in excess of four hundred thousand. Currently, they stop at about one hundred forty-two. So they would be subject to self-employment taxes for anything above four hundred thousand with no limit. So that could be fairly significant for those high-income Social Security or wage earners. Ouch. Yeah, that that could be a big ouch. Another one for self-employed business owners, the qualified business income deduction, which was also part of the Trump tax cuts a few years ago, where you get a 20% of your business income is basically excluded from income, from taxable income. That would be phased out if your income is above 400,000. So that could be significant as well. Again, with the example of a million dollars and you're used to getting $200,000 deduction on that, that's going away and you're subject to income taxes on the full million, plus your tax rates going up to 39.6. So that would be significant as well. Now, the other one that a lot of people are concerned about is long-term capital gains. The current top tax rate on long-term capital gains is 20%. Biden's proposing an increase to the full 39.6% marginal income tax rate on long-term capital gains if your income is above a million. So that may or may not affect everyone. And he is also proposing to offset this a lot of tax benefits for the poor, expansion of the earned income credit and the child independent care credit. Now, before you panic too much, which would be my main message, don't panic too much because Anything that he wants to get done has got to go through Congress. And currently, Congress is more focused on spending money than bringing it in.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> currently, I don't know of any significant proposals yet by Congress. And remember, also, the, the Republicans still control 50 percent of the Senate. So there is some balance there and there's going to have to be some compromises. If anyone in Congress wants to keep their jobs, they are going to have to weigh that carefully especially in these high contested states and districts like that. and But know that nothing is changing yet. The biggest thing, again, is meet with your CPA regularly so that your CPA can update you of any changes that do come into play. Currently, yeah. nothing is happening yet. And I yeah. doubt that Biden's yeah. going to get everything he wants out of this. Uh, but I will say that the government is going to have to come up with some money somehow. They've, yeah. they've spent trillions of dollars on the coronavirus pandemic stimulating the economy, and they're talking about trillions more. And the debt to GDP ratio is concerning. They are going to have to come up with money. We just don't entirely know what that's going to look like yet. So meet with your CPA regularly so you can be updated on any changes that do
1: take place. Well, Steve, uh, you think it's now safe for our listeners to put their car from park back into drive?
0: You know, just some silver lining with what you do with the the cash balance plans and things like that. If tax rates are going up and qualified business deduction is phasing out, you're going to see even more of a benefit from investing in things like that. So so there's hope and and through proper planning, all this can be navigated.
1: Well, uh, Steve, I mean, once again, it's just great to have your insight, you know, in regards to IRAs, HSAs. Putting money aside through 529 accounts and through these current tax strategies that are out there. And then with this current administration, so, so important to be proactive. And as you said three or four times, talking regularly is the word that was used with the CPA because it's not what you make anymore, it's what you keep. Yep. And then, Steve, uh, where can our listeners learn more about you and drill down solutions?
0: So the website is drilldownsolution.com. That's DrillDownSolutionSingular.com. Phone number is 801-225-8474. You're also welcome to email me with any questions you have at S, as in Steven, S-Nance, N-A-N-C-E at
1: DrillDownSolution.com. Outstanding. Outstanding. Thank you for listening, listeners. Please remember to go to AristaWealth.com to get tools, tips, and resources to help you with your financial life and to optimize your life. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so you don't miss out on learning from our excellent guests like Stephen today. And we'll see you in our next episode.
0: This episode of the Arista Wealth Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more advice on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle so you can focus on living your dreams. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next
1: episode.